0: Oh, hello. This is Steve. Steve, spotlighting, spotlighting other people, getting to getting to know all the other people, the human beings that exist in the world. Just to, just to take a just to take a peek at that. Take a peek. You got to take a peek cuz you take a take a big long look of the spotlight, gets all in your eye and then your eye gets damaged. So you got to peek. You got to peek at what other what other people exist other than Steve, you know? You can't you can't be uh, what's the one? Oh man, solipsistic. You can't be solipsist, solipsistive stick, where you're just thinking about Steve all the time. Other people exist too. We got we got Joe. Joe is going to be here, uh, improvising uh, at any moment, and uh, uh, that's what that's what we got going on here. Let's see um, the spotlight is brought to you by the by diamonds spotlight plus which is a big box store where they sell you know light bulbs for spotlights uh and the it's cool because they come in those big like boxes that a regular light bulb comes in you know where it's like they got a little bit of room and there's a light bulb inside but but the thing that's different is that it's all for spotlights so they're all very big they're all very big light bulbs there at the diamonds spotlight surplus. But here's the thing you go in there, you're like, Hey, I guess they got real big light bulbs. I wonder, I wonder if they got anything else that's real gigantic in there. And, uh, when I looked, when I look, when I took a peek in the, at the, at that store, there was all of the, all of the, the aisles, they were all the same size. Um, the, the cash registers, the humans, the human beings in there, all all normal sized uh but the one thing the one thing that was enlarged what uh at the at the at the spotlight surplus store diamonds they did have something one one thing that was large and they and the, and it was water bottles they had water bottles <laughs> They looked like they were those types of water bottles you'd put in a, you know, you know what I mean? Those big jugs of water. <laughs> they just had those off to the side. Usually, I see those when they're when they're, you, you put them in the the water cooler type of water bottles. Uh, they had a bunch of those. They had them over the. They had regular size water bottles. You know, But you know, the, it was nice. It was nice to see something else. Kind of be like, oh, that's a large version of something. I can put it next to the light bulb and pretend there's a bunch of giants. I bet Joe's communicating with me via text. To go to this. He texted me that he clicked on the link. Uh Oozbear? Oozebear? For ooze, Ouse- He said he clicked on the link and I'm running. For Oozbear? Oozebear. bear. Ouse bear. Ouse bear. I'm saying to him, listen up, everyone, I'm saying to him, to him oozebear.com, question mark. Ooh, shit, I wrote oozebear, oozebear.com. Uh, make, uh, you got to sign in, you got to sign in, you got to sign in, and click on the calendar reminder. Clicking on things with your click, oh man, I'm getting a call. Hello? Oh hey, what's going on? because I clicked on the Zoom link that you sent me last week and, and uh, that you put in, um, I think, the chat room. I thought that was it. No, That's not it. no, you got to go to oozbear.com. That's where I do these on, and it, yeah. Okay, hold on. oozbea dot com. O-O-Z-E. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Audio improv. All right, I'm on the site. Uh, does it sign up and sign in or just sign in? I think you can be a guest. Uh, I don't... Yeah. S- signing in. Uh yeah. And then there should be like a calendar. Uh, Upcoming events. There should be one that says Steve Spotlight on someone else for August. Uh, if you go to upcoming events, oh okay, all right. And then there should be a. I should have a spotlight today.
1: Steve Spotlight on someone else. Monday.
2: Okay. Yeah. There we go There we
0: go Come on Sign in as guest It's working real hard
1: You see it on your side Because it ain't doing anything on my side
0: No I don't see anything
1: Come on Oh I'm sorry Username cannot contain spaces Yeah Tom and them doing just first name They don't last name too or what
0: Uh, yeah. You put your name in like a number, or you put your first name. Yeah, I'll just put Joe N. Yeah. There we go. All
2: right. I was thinking. Yeah,
0: we cracked that code. All right. I'm hanging up my phone. Hello. Okay, so the only thing you got to click on is that you got to click on the microphone that's there at the top of the chat. All right. All right, I can hear you. Sweet. Yes, excellent. So welcome to Ooze Bear. This is where we do improv. Uh, Let's see. Uh, So, Joe, we do improv in Denver a lot uh, with Monkey Butler. I've had a lot of people with monkey Butler on so far, like four or five. Um, But uh, uh, what's going on with you, Joe? How are you doing?
1: Doing good for a Monday. Got some traveling coming up. um, But uh, anxiously, anxiously, anxiously waiting to get in person with all of my monkey Butlerites and start practicing. So we can entertain the uh, good city of Denver in the great state of Colorado.
0: Yeah, I don't know when that's going to happen. One of the cedars in Denver is they are wearing masks now, um, they? and they're not letting—they're pe- not letting unvaccinated people in. Also,
1: so everybody, so I need to start carrying my my laminated vac- vaccine card around with me everywhere, then, huh?
0: You laminated it?
1: I laminated it, dude.
0: Well, did you my job? You for real? Oh yeah, you
1: did. And the, and the and the reason I'm doing that is because there's a very good chance. You know, I my, my job is to get into high school, so there's a very good chance they're going to want to see it anyway. So,
0: yeah, so I play, play. I didn't laminate it, and I haven't needed I haven't needed to show it anywhere. I don't know. Uh, uh, I have I ha- I've taken it places thinking they might ask.
1: Are we are we having a spike in Denver or something?
0: I think it's just okay, a spike, and I just think I think it's a spike in the entire United States
1: okay. with the Delta know,
0: with the Delta variant. Yeah,
1: I know Florida and uh, Texas got a big, big, big spike. Yeah, and I just saw something for El Paso, but you know, I try not to watch the regular news anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's crazy.
1: It is crazy.
0: <laughs> it's it's the news is usually depressing and then it's just all kinds of depressing.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I watch the business news and, and try to avoid the regular news at, at all costs. Yeah. But I think this, uh this COVID uh COVID uh, virus, man, I think it's got a little bit of op- improv improvisational properties to it because it, yes. uh, it's creating variants and probably going to create more variants and stuff like that. And just make some yeah. stuff up on us.
0: Yeah, it's changing things up. That's I guess that's because it evolves. So you think evolution is like evolution is like improv.
1: <laughs> yeah, keeps making new stuff up.
0: Charles Darwin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he
0: he, right? He yeah. went to the Galapagos Islands.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And looked at
0: the beaks of birds and drew them. And he was improvising as he drew each bird beak.
1: Well, you know, when you're down in the Galapagos, there's no TV, no satellite. You got a lot of time on your hands. So you might as well drive, uh, might as well draw uh bird beaks.
0: Yeah, I would be bored. Well, I would be bored simply because it's like, whatever the 1800s. Is that where he was? I do I, I think so. I think before I think he's before the Civil War if I had to place him on the timeline. Now, in Denver, like okay, you think about the word Galapagos, right? With the s on the end. I, take the s, take the s off. And there's a street with that name, right? Oh yeah. How do you how do you, how do you pronounce how, yeah, how do you pronounce that street name, Joe?
1: Me? I would pronounce yeah, it Galapagos.
0: No. Galapagos. That's what, how I pronounced it when I got here, but I was told I was wrong. Apparently Galapago? it's Galapago.
1: <laughs> is that, is that, uh, is it, is it like a a Spanish word? Is that why it's Galapago? Like Galapago gal, may even be Galapago.
0: It, it sure sounds Spanish. Uh, the G in Spanish, I think always makes, uh, or in that, I think the G in Spanish is always a hard G. That's why they have the J sound. Oh. Their J is the H sound.
1: Galapagos. Gala okay. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. All
1: right.
0: I don't know. Anyway, got, yeah. Anyways, yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was thinking about tropical islands and then I was lost. Um. Let's see. Let's talk about improv a little bit. What are you? Uh, yeah. What are you trying to do in scenes when you're like, what? Like, what are you thinking about?
1: Well, hopefully, I'm not thinking too too much. Hopefully, I'm reacting more so than anything, and reacting well because of you know all the training that we've been doing. Um, and it's a reflex because I think when it's when it's a reflex, it happens fast and it it happens well because you're. Improv brain muscles are well formed and well strengthened. Um, yeah, I think when I, I In fact, I know if, if if I think about something then I don't do so well, I kind of get stuck and I And I don't come up with anything good um, I'm trying Trying hard to go with my third choice because it seems More times than not If you can go through your head rapidly and go through choice a and then choice b and choice c choice c is almost always a more interesting choice to build a scene on and with me i'm a very practical logical minded guy so choice one is almost always going to be that practical logical choice which isn't necessarily interesting
0: yeah yeah that third choice i think that's a del close thing i yeah i that's a good i like idea sometimes i'm just like you know, if some other option isn't occurring to me, I'm just like, man, just do what, do the thing that I'm thinking. It's just, just go with it. That's all I have. Just, that's fine.
1: The one thing about you is you're fearless. I think everybody in that we we play with will say uh, one thing when it comes to Steve is that you're fearless. You will just, you will just jump in and just go whether or not it works. It doesn't matter. Just go.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the only thing they'll say. They've, no, they've known I, me. They've known me for years, Joe.
1: <laughs> I think that's the first thing they would say. That certainly wouldn't be the only thing that they would say. Yeah,
0: I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time. So you think uh, the yeah? I think the main thing, like if I would say to a completely new improviser what you should do, like you know, I liken this to be like boxing like whatever, fighting someone in the street, like, you know, maybe the first thing you'd say is you got to keep your hands up in front of you or whatever. I would say the keeping up your hands in front of you is, is listening and reacting. Those are the main things you should be doing in an improv scene. Yes. Yeah.
1: Listening and And listening above all is number one, Steve, you nailed it.
0: And reacting
1: is number two. And I know I still, I need to work a lot on listening.
0: How do you, listening is like, I think sometimes, like, okay, like, man, if you like read a self-help book or whatever, the, whatever, you know, where they're like, do you listen? Like, I don't know. It's like nebulous. You know, it's almost like new age. Like, what what do you, do you think, like, what do you think? How do you listen better? (laughs) And I, we, we should all naturally
1: Be able to listen very, very well. Because you know, I mean, you've probably taken an acting class. And and if you haven't, you know, the most important thing you you do in a scene is listen to your partner. Well, improv, it's the same thing. The most important thing you can do is listen. But with acting or improv, uh, um, (laughs) you're also trying to think like, okay, I'm in a scene. I, I need to do something. So your brain has, it, it could very well be a brain overload at times because we're trying to perform for one thing and listen. And, and that's, I think that's just a, a natural human reaction when we should just listen and listen and listen and then just go, you know? Yeah. Let, let it fly.
0: Yeah. La- listening i think it's like like to to like i think you you gotta take something away from what your partner's saying i think
1: yeah oh yeah like
0: because that that's like tangible evidence so like in response to something is like like my response has my reaction which is the second part has to be it's not just a reaction to whatever it has to be a reaction to what the other person said so i have to yeah, take absolutely. something from what they said
1: Absolutely. And you're, you're one of the best at this, which is <laughs> giving a gift in a scene, which, you know, is saying something like, you know, Joe, you've been an astronaut for 30 years. Well, that's a darn good gift because <laughs> now it takes the scene to a whole nother level and it gives me something to play with. And if I'm thinking too much about what I'm going to say next and I miss your Yes. then yeah i'm i'm taking something away from the scene if not totally ruining it
0: yeah okay. i think I, I have this idea of like i have something like in my pocket that i'm ready to use like maybe even before my partner talks but even if that's true the main priority has to be listening to what they're saying and react specifically to what they're saying
1: absolutely absolutely yeah
0: yeah. yeah, and I, yeah, so that, that's why. Like, I don't know. Like thinking about things as their gifts. So, like, I think almost every like every, you want to treat every line that your par- your partner's giving you something in their line.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Whether
0: it's a good yeah. Whether it's, whether a, good it's a gift, gift or not.
1: whether it's just a, a statement to keep the scene going.
0: Uh, oh yeah, uh, but I, I mean. I think, so like a statement, I think that can be helpful though, too. Like sometimes like I'll say something like, and I think if you're not going to, you know, not thinking about it logically or whatever, if you're like just reacting, you can almost like a reaction can be like just emotional entirely, you know? So like um, just making it clear what your emotion is, I think is sometimes helpful. I, or oh, yeah. I even sometimes just restate everything that's going on in the scene, like because I think that's <laughs> like you get you get off track. It's like because the scene at, at, after a while, the scene's about something, and if you're just always exploring and going off in different directions, then the scene's no longer about the thing that the scene is about, and then it's just about it's always about something else. It, sometimes it just I think it just needs to be about what is already there.
1: Well, you can lose an audience if you go in too many directions too.
2: Oh yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Be,
1: yeah. They could be sitting back and like, okay, they've gone here, they've gone there, they've gone there, they've gone there. Like, what is this?
0: Yeah. I've yeah, seen,
1: long, when, I've seen yeah. long form happen that way. They just, they're, they're, they didn't stick to basic principles of, you know, doing improv and they, they, go down a rabbit hole and then they can't dig themselves out of it. And I've seen 15 minutes go by of dead silence from the audience because they're just, the two people up on stage are just grabbing it, grabbing into the wind for something that works. Yeah.
0: They're not committing to any of the things that they already have. I think you, yeah, like you, the things you have have to be important. Otherwise, it's just everything is just the monotone pitching ideas constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. You think, yeah. Well, I think the thing you're saying when you think you get, you're thinking about stuff and then you get stuck. Like, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like, do you like planning? Like, are you like, are you planning in the scene at all or thinking about what comes next? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Um,
1: am I planning what's next? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I I would hope so. I'm planning what's next. Keep the story going. Build the story. I mean, you got to build the story. And yeah. then one day, and then one day, and then one day, or because of this, because of this, because of this. And yeah, yeah. You, you should be thinking about you should try and think a little bit ahead. And then if you can, if you can kind of lead your scene partner down a path and if they pick up on where you're going, then I think that that makes for a better scene down the road for sure. I think think that's happened before in us practicing and us playing and, you know, you're in a scene, you're like, Oh, I know where he's going with this. Okay. I can play along.
0: (laughs) hmm i think i don't know i think is it is it not obvious (laughs) like sometimes i'm like uh i don't know what i'm saying like you can tell like i think that if the scene and everything is defined clearly enough then people know naturally like what like, they, like, you know, the you, it's like, you know, the score or something, you know, like, you know, the, you know, for example, in like, like a sport, like in tennis, okay, there's rules to it. So it's got everything that's going to happen within within the rules of the game of tennis, but you don't necessarily can predict everywhere the ball, where the ball's going to go. No.
2: <laughs>
1: so you have, uh, so you have, you have a basis for a story, which, well, you yeah, know, I mean, You know, if if you if you establish C R O W characters relationship objective and where, then that's the game of tennis with the rules, but that's not telling you that's not that's not certainly not saying where the story is going to end, like or where the ball might hit on the other side of the net. So
0: Yeah, yeah. That is is, Hmm. I don't know if I want to pursue this analogy here, but it's it's fine. Let's <laughs> see.
2: Let's <laughs>
1: Well, let me let me ask you.
0: Yeah.
2: How has
1: how has improv or practicing improv helped you outside of improv? And that's, you know, how has your brain morphed into something different? How has it improved your life? How has it made you think differently? And then, and then I'll give you my answer.
0: Oh, yeah we actually i actually had to do improv at my work my job recently but that was that, that I don't think that counts cuz that's specifically what what I had to do um right. i think though i think i mean i think it has improved my speaking ability i think i like project more and right. i do, i uh, like yeah i think it makes me better at communicating um uh i think when i'm when I teach, I go in and I'm like, like the attitude I start with is important. Um, And I'm conveying that to my students. So I think about that. I think that's the same in improv. You know, you, you, you want to start, you know, you want to have positive energy and where do you get that? You know, you can, like, I think you don't, I think in, in that sort of place, I don't think this is necessarily entirely throughout your human existence, but at least when you're kind of performing or you're speaking in front of an audience, your energy is something you kind of have to draw up whether you feel it or not. Oh, um,
1: yeah, definitely. I wouldn't
0: say like, I'm not saying that's, that's mental health advice. Cause I think, I think that's a little bit worse, a little bit differently in terms of how you actually feel. Um, but, but yeah, I think, I think those sorts of things. Um, I don't know. I was always, I have, I've always felt like I was pretty witty. So I don't know that, I that, that i oh here it is instead of like i think actually before i did improv i was i was but mu- i was much more concerned about trying to be funny and i think uh, with improv that that just burned that just burned that out of me because i don't i don't care like yeah. if i'm not funny I don't, if i'm not funny i don't care um uh, and, and it, yeah and, and anyway nine, yeah and anyway nine times out of ten instead of how I mean, people know when you're witty or whatever, and obviously that's a way to evaluate what something someone has said. But I think a lot of in everyday life and everything, like people sense more of your like emotion in, in your reaction than anything else. So you don't even have to really have to say any like you don't have to say that much if you just kind of have a, like a positive attitude about it. People. Like we'll appreciate that and pick up on that and then laugh even if it's not particularly you know, it doesn't have to be something that's clever in order for someone to get joy out of it or whatever.
1: Sure. So I'm I I agree with you a hundred percent when you said I I'm at that point where where I don't care and I think I think that's confidence. It's confidence and it's it's understanding that you're a human being and you're gonna you're gonna say and do Sometimes dumb things, sometimes things that don't make sense, but you're like, you know what? Life's too short. I'm going to get over it and get through it. And I, I, d- improv has definitely helped me with that. But I, you know, there's, I, it's done, I think it's done so many things for me. I mean, 20 years ago at the job I was in, we had to, you know, get up and present on products in front of our peers. And I, I would have rather jumped out of a plane and skydive than present it in front of my peers because of the fear level and because they can call you out, you know. And I, I tell you, I like when the boss would say, "Okay, you're presenting a week from today." I would think about it and fret about it and be scared about it for the whole week and maybe not even sleep the night before. But now, I'll get up and talk about anything, anytime. I mean, I, I volunteer to get up and talk in front of my peers, and it's like, well, if I make a mistake, then I make a mistake, then the boss will call me out, and I'll be like, okay, I want to do <laughs> that again and move on. And you know everybody knows that the, you know, the number one fear people have is not jumping out of a plane. It's getting up in public speaking. Yeah. And I know because of improv, I, I would jump in front of 1000, <laughs> 2000, 3000, 5000 people to one perform improv, but, or act. But if I had a job where all, where my most part it was to get up and present a product or something for a company. And they paid me good money to do it. I'd be like, yeah, this is easy. This is a piece of cake. I can get up in front of people. And it's such a skill to be able to get up in front of people. And, you know, to to expand on what you said, I, I, I said before that I'm a very logical and practical thinker and, you know, Mm -hmm. I've been that way most of my life, but improv has helped me think more creatively, think more outside the box think more you know solution minded to work problems life problems whatever Um, and be a a better communicator with people honestly be a much better communicator with people so it's done nothing but good things for me
0: yeah I yeah the creativity thing is also like that's I can see that. I, w- I would attribute that into myself. I was always a person who would, you know, free write like in, in a notebook. I would just free write, and I, I I did that for years before I ever did improv. Um. So I think that benefited certainly like how I do improv. Um. But I don't know. Yeah. I think. I mean, even even studying math, I think there's a lot of creativity in math, or at least like there's a problem you don't know how to solve. Like, the reason you haven't solved it is because you got to think about it in different ways. And I think that that sort of helped me with that. Um, the the thing about yeah 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 or or yeah, I think um the other thing with the the trying to be funny. Um, what I I think I what I also developed is like is like patience. I think so like if I don't say something funny like. I know probably I, I there's something that'll like, not that I'm tr- trying to be, but it's like, there's something that'll like inch, like, I don't know. I'll probably say something funny anyway. Like, that's kind of my, my impression, like without even within, within like, well, it's, it's exactly like you're hanging out with your friends is when you're the funniest. So you want to be in a state of not even trying to do that, you know? So, Absolutely. so I think w- with just other, other people who I may not be as well acquainted with it's just, you've got to not care. You're not going to, that can't be the thing you're trying to do. Otherwise it's just like, I don't know, you know, you're not going to get there. You're not going to hit that bullseye by aiming right at it.
1: No. And, and I've learned a couple things in the past year. Like one, when I try to be funny, funny, I'm usually not. And two, if I'm not funny, just move on. But if you, if you have great scene partners, they, more than likely could draw something from what you said and make something funny for themselves. Yeah. You know, and not well, so, not something some funny for themselves, but they can make something funny from what you said. And then, you know, it's, it's, it should be like a circular, circular thing going on in a scene where everybody feeds off of each other, feeds off of each other, yeah. feeds off of each other, feeds off of each other. So, but I've also learned that if I'm not funny, keep performing and let's say I'm in some kind of a character. Well, maybe that character is just going to be the straight man, the rest of the scene and just be the straight man and let yeah. people work off of you. I mean, yeah. you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't, I should never want to be, I should never let my ego get in the way of being up on stage. I should yeah. always be a scene partner versus a scene stealer.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the, just as you were talking about straight man that I was thinking like the straight man has a lot of, or the voice of reason is another thing you can call it. They have a lot of, there's a lot of opportunities. I think there for one thing you are you react like the reason that they're in comedy duos or whatever, right. That there is a, uh, they're not just there to set them up they're also there to react which is what we you know started talking about is one of the important things to do and the biggest like if if you're the voice of reason you can have the larger emotional reaction you know to whatever the other person's doing like that's that's an opportunity you know like not to mention if you if what you're if, if how you're supposed to be acting and reacting and all that is more straightforward like you, you that's like kind of a load off of you and you can focus on like being that emotional character.
2: Sure.
0: I don't know. Who's that's the straight man? Abbott, Abbott and Costello. I don't know. One of them is pissed off that the guy doesn't understand who's oh, on yeah. first. One of them is frustrated and that's the, that's the, uh, that's a straight man, the voice of reason.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bud Abbott was the straight man and Lou Costello was the, the short kind of frumpy guy and he was the, he was the, guy that had the punchlines and had all the had all the reactions and stuff like that but once in a while Bud abbott would get emotional to add something to the scene because it required it
0: yeah yeah all right uh (laughs) okay oh all right well you got uh You got that parachute, you know, you you packed it yourself there, and uh, yeah, you're going to be, you're going to be jumping out of here any, uh, you're going to be jumping out of here in a few minutes, so I hope you're, I hope you're ready to, to be plummeting towards the earth.
1: I'm absolutely ready. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Hey, you know what? When... When the big boss came up to me and said, hey, which one of your employees you think you're going to get to uh, jump out of this airplane, I knew I had you in mind right away.
1: That's because you and I are best buddies. And, you know, you also told me that I would get like a bonus in my check next time for uh, doing something out of the ordinary to entertain our fellow employees.
0: That's right, because the company picnic is happening down below in that middle of that bullseye down there, and everyone's going to just be overjoyed when you sail on in there with your parachute.
1: What better way to impress the boss than to land right on top of him?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. All you gotta do is, as you're kind of gliding down there, make sure to open up your legs, and so that you land on the boss, you know, like piggyback style, right in the middle of that bullseye.
1: Absolutely. It, I mean, you know, there's money involved. There's, there's, you know, it, it would be like a big giant hug to land on the boss. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's say, yeah. let's say he's standing there and. I'm, I circle around from behind and I just swoop right on in with my arms around him and legs around him and yeah. just grab him and mm-hmm. land on him and we slide along the ground. What's going to make uh-huh. an employee and a boss closer than that? I can't think of anything. Mm-hmm.
0: There's nothing I can think of that would bring two full-grown men, business, <laughs> businessmen together than one surprising the other with a 7,000-foot surprise back hug. Well,
1: you know what? If you hug them just right, there could be a promotion in in it for me, too.
0: Yeah, they're just about. Now, don't you, now just ignore all of this, uh, just all of this bumpiness is that the plane, that's just normal. uh, That's just normal, okay? That's just normal turbulence, okay? You don't got to worry about that. Everything about you jumping out of the airplane is going to be completely safe, and you're going to get that promotion.
1: Awesome. I'll do it. I can't wait okay. to jump
0: out. Okay, that was that was a big turbulence. That scared me that time. So you got like nerves of steel because I thought definitely we were all going to die. But that was, I guess that was that was just a normal turbulence thing.
1: Uh, turbulence is the third thing on my mind. I'm thinking about that bonus really? check and that possible uh-huh. promotion. I'm thinking about oh. the important things here.
0: Yeah. And then and then would force be the just the the love and bonding from the reverse surprise 7000 foot hug?
1: Well, you know, I'm thinking since I'm I'm thinking outside the box and jumping out of a plane and taking one for the team that, you know, mm-hmm. S- Susie Smith over in accounting, she's going to think I'm real hot and sexy and yes. not only will I get a bonus and a promotion, I'll get the hottest girl in the company. At.
0: Right. That's right. You're gonna, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna get that hot girl. And by the way, as you're going, uh, speaking of uh, taking one for the team, don't forget the memorial plaque you're also taking down as you're skydiving for Jacobson, who did die on the job earlier this year.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. Jacobson was such a great man. He took one for the team in a whole new sense of the term, didn't he? (laughs) That's right. that, what yeah. was it, that that freak mm-hmm. that freak yeah. accident that he was in. Yeah. Oh my God! I can't that believe other... that happened. There, there was yeah. a there was a stapler involved. I, I think a uh-huh. bottle of water. Uh, That's right. Oh my gosh! There who, was a um,
0: who would have thought a mild manner man just using a stapler and a bottle of water in the office would somehow meet his final end? But you. You got the guts to come all the way up here, 7,000 feet in the air. Nothing's going to happen to you. But, yeah, good old Jacobson. Freak, would have never thought.
1: You know, you say that, and I'm looking up, looking up, looking up, just thinking of Jacobson and just saying, buddy, I wish you were here to see me do this jump.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. There's a tear in my
0: eye. Yeah, it kind of really almost sticks it to him, like in some sort of way, because, I mean, he he could he couldn't even just sit in the office and be mild mannered without dying. But what you're going to do, I mean, you're going to defy you're going to death. You're going to be doing something that's death defying.
1: Absolutely. I'm doing it for the money and the girl.
0: Yeah. And, 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 I mean, you know, did you get a nice send-off for your fallen coworker?
1: I, you're going with me. I, I know you are. You're jumping out with me. I can't do this That's by right. myself.
0: That's how a tandem jump works. That's absolutely right. So technically, and I am you- going to be part of that hug with the big boss. Well,
1: you know, it was a great idea of yours for us to wear just Speedos and doing this also. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be skin on skin, and then the boss is Uh going to get a little extra skin from us. I think it's just a beautiful thing that you and I are doing. All all employees and all companies should do this.
0: Yeah, and we're also going to be... We're going to be, you know, ready immediately for the, 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 the pool, the company pool party that also happens during the picnic. We're just going to be already ready for that.
2: Yeah, you're
1: right. Just dump the chute. That's it. We're good to go.
0: All right. I, th- oh boy, there's, there's, there's so much tur- I think we should just get out of this plane. Whoa, okay. We're out of the plane and we're falling.
2: Falling. Uh...
0: Whoa, whoa. Remember your training. Remember that, you know, screaming as we go down here, as we plummet. That's 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 not good. Oh, OK. Yeah, that that sounded a little bit more like a uh, like like a sudden realization of understanding. So that's okay. You can do that.
1: Uh, Well, you know, you bring up a good point. I think we should talk about, you know, what we're going to go shopping for on Saturday when we go to the Mm -hmm. mall on the way down. We're going to have a few minutes, so let's take advantage of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, you mean as we're plummeting here? Well, I definitely needed, uh, you know, a couple of earmuffs. I'm just concerned about, you know, as the wind right now is just whipping through my hair and my face. I, you know, I feel like the protection of my ears and the cold weather is something that I suddenly care about
1: oh you should I. you know what I, yeah. I think we should add something to the shopping list and that is a hat okay. or maybe two hats a ball okay. cap and a knit cap Good. to cover your ears all right.
0: all right i'm taking out the shopping list here oh it's unfurling okay all right it's whipping around okay i'm t- trying to find the end of the list now Okay. Hey, just
1: just take that piece of paper and put it on, on the back on my back and just you know write huh? on my back like right. people do in, in the movies okay. and stuff.
0: Oh, I know. yeah, well, I'm trying, but it's I mean it's really just just kind of whipping around and getting in my face. It's okay. It just it just the shopping list just sailed. We worked so hard on that list and it just sailed off into the sky.
1: Well, you know, I'll pull out my phone and, and I'll pull up uh, the one of my files oh. and we'll make a list here. Yeah. So I got my phone out. Yeah. Oh, I'm typing things in. So we got hatch. Oh, look at
2: that. Hey, do you got you got
0: that pac You got that Pacman app on there. That's that's a real fun one.
1: Absolutely. That helps with my finger eye coordination.
0: Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also helps pac eat eats, eat pellets. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. And speaking of pellets, did you uh, ah. did you clean out the uh, the um, the gerbil cage? before we left
2: today?
0: Oh, let me think. Um, so, well, I definitely, uh, t- I talked to Hurdy Gurdy, our gerbil. I know we, I, me and him had a conversation. Uh, we talked about the list, the, the uh, I told him, I, I said to him, hey, I know you want to get out of that cage and eat this shopping list. Um, so I kind of scolded him about it. So that was, that's kind of our entire in- interaction.
1: You know, we made one mistake. We should have brought him with us on this jump. I think it would have uh, I think it would have added just that one more extra dimension, but that's okay.
0: You know what? Put, put little tiny earmuffs, gerbil earmuffs on the list on your phone. Because so, I feel like his ears, they're smaller and fragile, so we want to make sure we protect those if we go skydiving with Hurdy Gurdy in the future.
1: Done. I'll okay. size earplug. ear Earmuffs, done. Oh, so, um, are you? you uh, think... uh, isn't it about time to uh, deploy the chute? I mean, we've been falling for a little bit here.
0: Hmm. Well, how, how much time does your phone say has gone by?
1: Ooh. You know what? I didn't look at the very beginning, but uh, uh-huh. I do have an the altimeter, estimate. and I think we we've, we've fallen. See, we jumped at seven thousand. Oh. I think we're hey. at about hey, uh, take, we're approaching six thousand
0: feet right now. Yeah. Take your time. I mean, with I, I calculations. We, we're
1: approaching we 1,000 feet now,
0: sorry. Oh, you want, we want to be accurate with those calculations. So I think, you know, make, just kind of think it through again. Are you definitely sure that's how far we've gone?
1: Well, the Earth's getting a little bit bigger.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I can, I, can see, I can see the smoke from the barbecue pit that is cooking that entire pig right now.
2: Well,
1: I tell you, I think one of the clues for pulling the chute is uh, if you can Uh smell the cooking pig, then Mm
0: -hmm. it's time
1: to pull the chute.
0: Oh, man. And let me tell you something. That mesquite flavor is just I can like it's really just it's filling my all my nostrils. It's just very tangy. And and I can tell it's just very sweet. I think that pig is going to be very delicious.
1: Well, you, you you're known as the one person in the office that has the best olfactory nerves, so I trust your mm-hmm. your your thoughts on this one.
0: Yeah, that's right. Okay, pull in the shoot. Oh, hey, hey, wow. Oh, hey. Okay, all right, now heading for floating. the target. Heading for oh Yeah, floating. Okay, all right, coming in pretty fast. All right, are you okay? Get in the get in the the reverse hug piggyback. Uh, position.
2: All right. I'm there. I'm
1: ready. Arms right. wide open. Legs wide open.
0: All right. The plaque. Okay. I'm, I'll I'll hold the plaque for Jacobson's in memoriam up here. Uh, and yeah, remember that this is to remember his life by, and we're not, we're not showing, we're not showing him up in any way. We're not defying death. You know, just to just to rub it in his face. That's not what we're doing. This is an act of honor.
1: We, are, you know what? The motto of our company is always put dead people first.
0: That's right. Okay, I, dro- I dropped the I dropped the the plaque for Jake. Okay, it that landed right in the in the barbecue pig pit.
1: That's okay. I wouldn't okay. worry about it too much.
0: I, I, more than yeah. anything,
1: I'd I say nice aim. Good job.
0: Oh well, I was I was trying to hold it because I did want to honor him, but I guess I did it did uh, you know Jacobson? He 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 was a vegetarian, but you know what? Uh, yeah, I mean maybe fewer people will eat the pig now now that his plaque has severed the pig's brains in half and spurted them out on some of the picnic attendees.
1: You know, nothing says party like pig brain.
0: Yeah. But well, yeah, it's like uh, pig brain is like the confetti uh, that Neanderthals used to use, it, throwing it around after a big pig harvest.
1: Oh my God! So you you've researched ancient history too, man. You researched the caveman days. You're you're smarter than I thought. You well, know a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, that whole time you were spending learning how to pack a parachute. I was reading uh you know about any potential history that might be necessary for us to need as we're parachuting down to the earth.
1: All right, we're about 50 feet up. I say we start uh-huh. aiming for the boss. Okay. I see him over there. I think he's got a big red X on his on his head. That that must be him.
0: Yes. Yes. And uh he do- he doesn't know. He doesn't know that what we're about to do that that big red X was was a party hat that uh, he was given to just to to enjoy the picnic. So he doesn't know what's about to happen.
1: No, he doesn't, and he's gonna love it too. He's gonna love yeah. it when we run right into him and give him that big hug. I've yeah. seen him walk around the office. He looks like he's had the weight of the world on his shoulders. So right. a big hug is going to come in handy.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Lift him, lift him up where he belongs. That's what our hug is gonna do. Oh, and here we go, and oh,
2: and get your get your legs open. And oh, then you got him.
0: (laughs) Hey, what are you you guys doing back? What is going on back there? Uh,
1: well, we just thought we'd trash this party, boss, wearing nothing but speedos. We figured it'd be something that you would love.
0: Hey, this is a this is a this is a, a, a company picnic, boys. You know you should be dressing in a, a, a business casual.
1: Well, I mean, we figured we'd wear our speedos that have the company logo on them, so we could advertise yeah. all the way down.
0: Yeah, take a take a close look, big boss. We got the company logo right here. You gotta take a nice a nice close look. Get all up in there. Uh, I can't listen. We have to have a sense of decorum here. You you can't be be shoving my face in that general direction.
1: Uh, what's decorum?
0: Uh, decor, you know. You know, just a the kind of a officey sensibility where where people aren't running around with themselves exposed. <laughs> hey, hey, this is uh, this is a pro. This is okay. The Olympic swimwear is what this is, okay? Because you can you can go to any pool anywhere and wear this, and it's it's a okay.
1: Wait a minute, I see. I see car after car after car coming over to this party. I think they saw the advertising on our Speedos.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: Wow.
2: Hey. Yeah, this is a... F- okay, well,
0: I can't argue with, you know, th- what the market demands, but, you know, next time you make any big decisions, you better remember that this is a family company.
1: Well, I mean, we figured since we'd fly in from 7,000 feet and give you a hug that you might a- adopt us and add us uh, to the family. Oh, do
0: you want... Uh, well, listen, you know I have my two beautiful girls, Cindy and Mary Lou, and uh, they're the kind of the lights of my life. I'm not sure I, our family has any room for two already full-grown men who, by the way, if I did adopt, would also be bringing a gerbil with them as well.
1: It could be the company mascot.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, you know what you should do? You should put on your phone to buy a uh, a gerbil-sized Speedo for Hurdy-Gurdy to wear, so that when we do jump out of the plane the next time, uh, he'd be advertising for the company.
1: You know how cute that would be, a gerbil with Speedos on? Every girl on the planet would buy from us.
0: You know what? I suppose that would be cute, and who am I to argue with market forces? Oh, and speaking of hot girls, here comes uh, here comes the very most hot girl in the office. Yeah. I need here she to comes. Hey, yeah, man. Hey, hey, good luck, dude. Thumbs up. I'll just be, if you need me, I'll be literally strapped to you in a speedo. So, but yeah, good luck, man.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll I, I wish you good luck, too. I, I, you know, don't find all that fraternizing to be appropriate with amongst coworkers. But, you know, this is a, a picnic and a pool party. So, you know, I think you should have, have a fun time.
1: fraternizing is okay when you're not in the office that's in the Uh, HR handbook I read it
0: oh Oh, all right well hey you know what I haven't read it because I'm the big boss and you know I've kind of been living by the dictum of whatever I say goes but that's that's okay all I can
1: say is I love working at this company you're the greatest boss in the world. I would just want to hug you every single day when I go into the office. Hey,
0: hey uh, Danny, the uh, the hottest girl in the office is standing. She's right in front of you right now, and you're just kind of ignoring her. You're just t- talking to the boss, man. You got to go for it, dude.
1: Yeah, I just want to play a little bit hard to get. I don't want to make it too obvious, but you know what? Every quarter of my eye, I keep seeing her staring at my speedos. Yep.
2: I yeah. think that's a good sign. Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's. I, I'm on the fence here, man. I mean, she's she's she definitely looks surprised, and I would have bet that she didn't expect to see you, uh, this way today. Um, but I don't know, man. I think you gotta kind of pursue it.
1: I'm gonna go over and talk to her. I've been wanting to talk to her for months now.
0: Hey, she's still hey, pretty. hey, hey, yeah, Danny. And if if you go over there, I mean, by proxy, I'm going over there too because we are attached by a whole bunch of parachute strap stuff.
1: I was just thinking this is a great way to live. Maybe we should always stay, you know, attached by a parachute harness.
0: Yeah. I. She is right in front of you and you are continuing to talk to me, uh, Danny. But yeah, I mean, if you, if, if you okay. know, if you think, if you think that that would be helpful, sort of, you know, as we're kind of living in our apartment together, kind of, you know, doing domestic chores and whatnot, you know, I'm o- I'm okay with that, but I don't want it to get in the way of your love life, Danny.
1: Well, forgive the pun, Wink Wink, but you would be my wingman since we just parachuted.
0: Hey, Danny, you don't have to uh, say wink out loud, because I can literally feel the wink, <laughs> because that's how close we are right now. And hey, I am your literal wingman because we just jumped out of a plane together.
1: That's right, but... You're also right. I need to talk to the hot girl in the counting. So hi, hot girl in the county. I see you're having a good time enjoying some pig.
2: Oh, um, uh, oh yeah. She looks like, uh, she looks like she's thinking about what she's going to say, but I guess
0: i uh, to let you be, you know, I'll let you verbalize what she's going to say. I'm the big boss.
2: Hi. Hi. Oh, there she
0: goes. She found her voice. That's what I big. always...
2: That was really cool, you guys. You jump out of a plane. Yeah,
0: yeah Danny, listen. Hi, you hot know girl. It. Like... You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hi, yeah. do it, do it. Oh, okay. You got it. You're doing great, buddy.
2: So, so, hot
1: girl. Do you like men in Speedos?
2: Oh, yes, I do. I love men in Speedos. It reminds me of my vacation in the south of France on the Mediterranean
1: you've been to france i've never been there i've always wanted to go there
0: danny danny bring up that you've been to the galapagos islands like that's the that's the international trip we took last year
1: oh yeah thanks for reminding me hey hot girl i've been to the galapagos islands and i guess what i did i drew bird beach the whole time how exciting is that
2: Wow, she it's she is amazing. No, go ahead. Guess what I do when I have my notebook out and I'm at home and I'm trying to be creative? I do nothing but draw birds. But if you draw the beaks, then we'll make a great team. Hmm.
0: Yeah, those beaks are some of the hardest parts to draw.
1: Ah, they are so difficult. I mean, triangular. There's a lot of straight lines, but when you get like a a, a cockatoo and they got that curved beak. Oh my gosh. It takes me hours and hours and hours to draw that, but it really gave me strong hands. Hot girl from accounting. Do you like a guy with strong hands?
2: Oh yes. I love a guy with hot, with strong hands. I can draw big beaks.
1: Excellent. Hey. I think we're going to get along great.
0: I, I, uh, yeah, that that's a good move, Danny. And you're in luck that you're hitting on her. In uh, the summertime,
2: <laughs> when your hands
0: are exposed, instead of the wintertime when your hands would be covered with gloves and your ears would be covered with mittens or muffs, <laughs> when ear with muffs and your head with a hat, and so forth.
2: Well,
1: I'm adventurous.
2: You're adventurous. Hey. That's so sexy. Hey, Big big
0: Boss, while, uh, while, uh, while Danny's over there uh, kind of talking to that, I, I wanted to chat with you for a second. I just, I wanted to put the good word in for him for getting the promotion. You know, he kind of needs a lot of cajoling to, you know, hit on hot girls or ask for a promotion. So I just wanted to recommend him for that. Oh, well, you know what? I do like the initiative that I am seeing over here with him interacting with the hot girls. So I'm certainly going to consider it.
1: So guess what, hot girl? I'm getting a bonus that I can spend all on you, and I might even be getting a promotion. Check that out. How sexy am I now?
2: Oh, you're so sexy. I want to date you so bad. That's what I look for in a guy, somebody who can draw big beaks and get a bonus and and is ambitious enough to get a promotion.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? I really took one for the team this time by jumping out of a plane. I mean, what... What says I care about a company more than doing something that's completely life-threatening?
2: Oh, you're so right.
0: <laughs> I am the ghost of Jacobson. And I have risen from the grave because I feel like I care more about this company than uh than Danny does. <laughs>
1: Hey Jacobson, if you cared more about this company, you'd be wearing a pair of speedos with the company logo on it. I'm not buying what you're what you're selling,
0: buddy. Hey, I I already I've died for this company already. But you you didn't die. You just bar- like you just defied death, which you know you packed that parachute so expertly woo, that there was no chance of you dying because you jumped out of that plane. Woo.
1: Well, let's take this to the boss and let him decide. Boss name, oh, would you rather have an employee who tried something and failed miserably by dying doing it or somebody who did something hair-raising and lived to tell about it? I'd say that's a success. That's a solution kind of guy.
0: Well, you know you know what I'm going to say here. I think that we... Uh, that uh, this... this um, the only way to resolve this is to is for you to, to to compete in the big egg race where you put a spoon in your mouth and have an egg on the end and then race against each other that's what I, and the winner will not only get the promotion the winner will also get the hand of the hottest girl in the office so i decree as the big boss of the company oh, i just, just have one speed.
1: rule i just have one rule Since I have to run and I have air frictions on me down, Jacobson is not allowed to use his wings when he's doing this. He (laughs) has to float slowly.
0: (laughs) Okay, that seems pretty fair. But also, if that's the case, I get to take, you know, much like Jacob Marley, I am covered in all of these, you know, chains. But uh, I feel like I should be able to take these off. Hey, hey, but Danny, Danny. Whatever you do, don't take me off from the back of you. I'm I'm your good luck charm. You can win this race even with me attached to your back.
1: Oh, you are absolutely right. An extra 250 pounds would only help me in this race. So I will keep you on
0: because I know
1: you're going to be my cheerleader.
2: And uh,
0: let's, let's check in with the hottest girl in the office. What does she think about uh, all this?
2: Oh, I love it when two men fight over my... Fight over me and my affection, I'm all for it. I, inter- oh, he's going to get so much of me. Ah, uh, you know what I want to hear a little
0: bit about what- What is the relationship going to be like between you and a ghost?
2: Well, it's going to be spiritual for once
0: ooh, ooh, yeah. what, what I can tell you is that uh she <laughs> She better get used to the taste of ectoplasm, if you know what I mean.
2: Ooh. Oh, that's kind of turning me on. I I was hoping somebody—it's been a long time since somebody had gooed me. I, I want to be gooed. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Yeah, that's that's right, Danny. See, there's a whole lot of uh, manliness over here coming from the other side of the living. Ooh.
1: Man, I, I'm going to have to give it maximum effort to beat this guy. I can't let the hottest girl in the company get gooed by a ghost. Goodness That's gracious! That's
0: right. That's right, Danny. I definitely think it's serious here. Uh, okay, we're all lined up here now, and you can go ahead and put that spoon in your mouth with the egg on the end of it. <sighs> Okay, well, that's gonna be how you're gonna talk throughout the race, Danny. That seems okay. All right, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and fire my gun in the air, and if the hottest girl in the office wants to say any good luck or so forth before I do that, she
2: can go ahead and do it. Oh, I just can't wait to get good. <laughs> All right, and bang, fire! Go no, Danny, run! <laughs> yeah Danny! Hit him, hit him, hit him! Yeah, hit him with that trash talk! He Yeah, that, he, he can't take those kinds of insults. <laughs> hey. Yeah, uh, he's
0: he's also trash talking you back, but but also saying you know those ghost sounds too. So he's got more to say. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're you're doing it, Danny. You're really doing it.
2: Oh, oh my goodness!
0: It looks like when I fired that gun into the air, I shot the the airplane pilot who was flying the plane. That you guys jumped jumped out
2: of earlier, and now the plane is heading towards the picnic. This
1: is uh, Simon Says 422131 SOS SOS. A what seems like a bullet just came through the cabin of my plane and has hit me in my sternum. I am uh, dying slowly. And uh, I think, in fact, I know I'm going to crash here in a little bit. Uh, somebody, please call my wife and let her know that the well, she is 100% beneficiary of my life insurance policy. Again, SOS! I'm dying, and my plane is quickly falling out of the sky. Thank you,
2: Danny.
0: It looks like the plane is quickly falling out of the sky. I, but it looks, but I can only assume that the pilot is still conscious if someone were to take a spoon out of their mouth and to shout at the plane to, to not hit in the picnic, then, then you, they would save all of the people in the picnic.
1: Ah, 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 ah. Ah. I, I, hey, pilot, save yourself.
2: Fly. Come on, do something. Don't just ah. die. Well, it looks like the plane is veering out of the way of the picnic and is
0: landing safely over in the Hudson Bay, which is right over there.
1: Oh, I hope that pilot can swim.
2: Keep going, Danny. <laughs> you got to finish the race.
1: I haven't heard you cheer me on yet.
0: Hey, hey, All you care I just about pulled- is some
1: guy falling out of the sky in a plane. What about Danny, me and my love?
0: If that plane would have hit hit us, it would have killed everybody except for, except for Jacobson, who's already dead. Don't change the
1: subject. You need to cheer me on so I can get the hot girl. Don't worry about that guy in the plane.
2: Worry about me. And it's a photo finish. It looks like Jacobson has crossed the finish line. Oh. Ooh, oh. I did it. Ooh, I'm oh, yeah! Get, I'm gonna get good I'm gonna get good I'm gonna get good. Oh. that's right that's right, honey
0: I want we're gonna I'm, I'm gonna take you home and you and woo, you can tie me up with these chains because I'm in the bondage. Woo Woo, I like chains. Hey, hey Danny, i'm I'm sorry that it turned out the way it did. um but you know what? My cheering wouldn't have helped you win anyway, you know, and if it's any yes, consolation, well, you would have been disqualified for taking the spoon out of your mouth anyway. You told me to.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's a matter of life and death.
0: And I, I, I'm not sure we had it in us to defy death twice today. <laughs> Oh yeah.
2: Oh, I got a broken back carrying a 250 pound
1: man, and I'm not going to get the girl. Am I yeah. still going to get the promotion? Probably not.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Danny, if you do remember the rules to the egg to the egg race, that uh, the winner also got the promotion. So you're going to be working under Jacobson's ghost from now on.
2: I lost to a dead guy. <laughs>
0: Hey, well, hey, Danny, well, if it's any consolation, it looks like, uh, according to my phone app here, those, uh, those gerbil earmuffs are going to be on sale, so we're going to save a little bit of money.
1: Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. All right. Today's not a total
0: loss.
2: Uh,
0: that's what I was looking for. Ah, <laughs> uh, Fantastic.
1: I like that. that, that was looks good. Too bad. We, we did that for a, a good 30 minutes, too, Steve.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I know, do. When,
1: when, you're, when, you're, when you're having fun, time goes fast. And when you're performing well, time goes fast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, you, what I usually do is I, I talk for someone for 25 minutes, and then we do the improv for about 35 minutes. But we talked longer than the half hour mark. Yeah, um, I think.
1: Of, we went to, I think we went for about thirty-five minutes, and then then you jumped in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That was fun. One one of my things to do was to make sure, because I've been doing like these, and it's like, uh, I've just been like, I haven't been doing like I didn't do characters for a couple of times, and I didn't do uh, changing the scene. I'm glad we organically changed the scene, and then we also had characters. That's what I wanted to do. Um, oh, so,
1: yeah, good. that was fun. I'm glad. I'm glad you kind of. You, you forced me to uh, add a character because I was pretty much being myself for the most part. But yeah, thanks.
0: Yeah. It gives you another kind of, I don't know. It gives you another perspective, another Avenue into doing things. It's, it's yeah. I like that. Uh, Let's see. So here at the end, I ask you a couple of questions. Um, like, who's, who's uh, like, someone that, you know, that we know, that we improvise with, that you have good things to say about?
1: I have good things to say about everybody. I mean, Tom's mentoring, mentored me often. I think Bruce and Ben have mentored me. Um, Om has definitely mentored me. I mean, whenever I, I, I this is the honest truth, whenever, whenever I hang out with anybody from improv, we always talk about improv. Always talk about it. What well, yeah. things that we need to work on, things that we need to do better. Um, I think one thing that needs to be done is just people need to practice more, you know, yeah. practice on your own, but you know, get somebody and say, Hey, it's Wednesday night. I'm not doing anything. You want to, you want to play for a half hour, an hour, just that's it. Just for a half hour, an hour and just tell somebody beforehand, this is what I want to work on. Um And then, have them give you some constructive criticism out afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I, I really want to work on giving gifts yeah, more than anything and characters. Yeah. Those are kind of my two big things.
0: I don't think I had anything. Yeah. I think, I mean, obviously I think practice is important. You do it so much. You do, like, I think you got to do it so much that you don't even think about what you just did. And I think that's where you're in a good spot. You, you, oh,
2: yeah. Cause I think
0: there's too much, like if you're reflecting on it, like the next day or whatever, like, I think that's one of the things I like about improv. If you do it so much, you, there's like, it gives you something to think about, but also like, you're not, if there's so much of it, you can't think negatively about it. I, I don't know. You can't think negative, negatively about it for too long if you're doing so much of it. Yeah. I guess.
1: But you know what, it's like anything else in life, the more you practice it, the better you get, the better you get at it and it becomes a reflex. And yeah. you know, when when we're, all, when we're all at that point in time, I think that's, probably going to be a year from now we'll be we'll be back together for about a year i think we're, our skills are going to be four or five times better than they are now yeah. and it'll be reflex and we'll be able to consistently put on good shows and that's what it's about it's you know putting on good shows putting on good shows building building our fan base and stuff like that and having fun man and, the, and you know the cool part about improv is that even even practice is fun you know
0: yeah. yeah yeah there's yes there's some things i have more fun of than others but i think yeah generally like i like i enjoy overall practices for sure yeah uh let's see do you have do you have any anything you want to plug joe do you have any other art stuff going on or anything like that
1: no i mean improv is my art thing i don't know uh, i do know um I mean, I'm not involved in this, and I don't know anybody involved in it. But downtown at the Civic Center, I think there's like Tuesdays in August at seven o'clock. There's um, end up comedians that are performing.
2: Mm.
1: Um, I think some of them got some national national eyes um, too. Um,
0: at the Civic if, you know, Center?
1: Is it? Is it? Hold on, hold on. I think it's the. I think it, if, I, a, a, if I'm correct. If I'm if it's what I'm thinking of, it's right on Spear Boulevard. Yeah, Civic Center Laughs is what it's called about. Huh. Civic Center Laughs at, C- at Civic Center Conservancy. And Greek location, Greek amphitheater, Civic Center Park, one oh one Fourteenth Avenue, Denver, Colorado, eight oh two oh four. Yeah. I mean it, it yeah. costs fifteen bucks to get in, but you know it's open, for Tuesday night.
0: Is it open mic? No, no, I, no, it's not open mic. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Other than that, I got nothing. <laughs> All righty. Uh, yeah, I was, I've I've done. I think, like, yeah, I'm doing so much improv and stuff. I don't feel the need to try to do stand up again, but I think I might at some point because I think it's helpful to be able to do, to, to do stand up.
1: More power to you brother yeah. I mean uh, yeah. I don't have too much of a desire to do stand up just because I don't have that mental focus to sit down and write jokes. I would rather yeah. just make stuff up,
0: yeah, but I, improv is it's yeah, improv is overall more fun, i think stand up you're like good. i was I was bored with my own jokes. Even though I thought they were good, I was, like, bored with them when I was repeating them because I'd already said them to myself, like, eight times, like, or probably more than eight times, you know? It's, like, I don't know. That doesn't excite me. Well, you me got to
1: so – I mean, as a, as a stand-up, I mean, don't you have to practice them to make sure you got the timing down, the tone down, and the punchline yeah.
0: down? That's how most of them operate. I'm sure there's some who are more, you know, improv stand-ups. But, you know, even if they are improv like, I bet – I bet Robin, like even Robin Williams, like he 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 comes he I, he comes a lot from improv, right? But I bet he improv'd a whole bunch of times and then you know tried jokes out multiple times before he did like a special or recorded it or anything. So
1: he's the um, only comedian I can think of that is a one-man improv show. I really cannot think of anybody else that does that. I mean, Bill Burr, Eliza Schlesinger, Eddie Murphy, you know name any stand-up comedian and they all have i i i think they've all practiced but i think they've all written their jokes and they've got up in front of like one or two of their friends to perform one or two you know perform a few times and they probably their friends probably said okay you know you need to do it like this or no that wasn't funny or stuff like oh. that but i i think i i can only think of robin williams as the only person that improvs all the time and can do it all the time
0: oh i think um I think it's like like if they're established comedians, like they're hit, they're they 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 have um like it's probably in Los Angeles, but they or New York, they have like there's a they know where there's an open mic there's a mic somewhere that they yeah. like you know if if they're a well-known name, they can walk up to them and be like, Hey, I want to, I want to, you know, can you, can you give me like a half hour? And they're trying all yeah. their jokes and, and, and they'll tell the audience, they're like, Hey, I'm just going to try out some jokes and they'll do like a set or whatever, you know, that they're yeah. working on for them for their next yearly special. I think, yeah. uh, I think kind of, that's what some of them kind of the idea of what they're doing is like, they try to spend a year writing one. And, and then like after a year, they'll have a new special each year. If they can kind of, if they're that kind of, uh you know, they work they get put that much work into it
1: well i mean if you do get back up on stage you gotta let us all know so you can walk (laughs) and support
0: yeah 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 i'll i'll uh if it's a stand-up thing i don't yeah yeah we'll see i
1: i think almost i wouldn't say almost everybody but you know i i think there's quite a few people in level three that have tried stand-up uh at one point in time or another
0: yeah i think you should at least try it like it gets you a new perspective because it's com- it's completely different from improv like you know oh,
1: okay.
0: first first of all you're up there alone you're most of the stuff is written it's just like uh um i don't know it it it, it creates a nice contrast i think in your mind of what uh you know just it's just another art form and you can blend yeah. them too probably then i don't i don't know um let's see i gotta let's so. okay so the last thing here is what's called the storm off sign off and what happens is um i thank you very kindly for being on my show but then what happens is that you tell me off and get angry and mad and then leave and you will have the last word there but first like i said i'm going to thank you for for coming on here joe i'm i i really appreciated that you're able to to do it here and uh and that uh, you know we've we've been improvising for a really long time, and and definitely uh, I always en- there's something I always enjoy whenever uh, uh you know I'm improvising with you, and I know you have like a lot of uh you know dedication to to be working on it, and I always appreciate that and and you know uh, appreciate that kind of uh, uh you know effort and work ethic there, and yeah, I look forward to being able to improvise with you again uh, in the future whenever we end up doing that.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, Steve, I this has been the biggest loss of 78 minutes of my entire life. I can't believe in the world that I live in that I agreed to do this. You really have not changed me one iota for the better. Um, I really think that this is the worst idea. Your podcast sucks, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to storm off now because I'm going to watch something really important, and that is watch my watch lint fall into my belly button. So thank you very much, Steve. This has been a pleasure. Oh, I mean a displeasure. Goodbye. (laughs)